This is the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's Wednesday, March 1st. An investment company operated by prominent black Atlantans is capping off Black History Month by making history, becoming the first minority investors, they say, to buy a white-owned bank, converting it into a black-owned one. Redemption Holding Company announced Tuesday a deal to acquire Utah-based Holiday Bank & Trust, a woman-led bank that's operated one branch in Salt Lake City since 1974. The investors include Ashley D. Bell, a former White House policy advisor, and Bernice A. King, the daughter of the late Reverend Martin Luther King Jr. and Coretta Scott King. Another partner is former NFL player Donnie Jones. The Atlanta investors plan to rename the institution Redemption Bank, and they want to target financial services to black communities, which are historically underserved by financial institutions, focusing on online banking services and small business loans. The deal is pending regulatory approval. In other news, Georgia lawmakers are discussing plans to raise billions of dollars for road and rail improvements to accommodate the booming business of transporting goods. The money could come from a variety of revenue sources, including a fee on packages delivered to consumers and additional motor fuel taxes. Lawmakers are still discussing the financial details, but on Monday they introduced a bill that would create a new budget fund for freight transportation improvements. Though the final size of the proposed investment has not been determined, it could rival or surpass the $1 billion a year investment in road improvements the General Assembly approved in 2015. That led to the $10 billion road-building plan that includes toll lanes and new interchanges across Metro Atlanta. Next, the supporters of Buckhead's proposed secession often mention that lawmakers have approved a flood of new cityhood measures since Republicans took control of the legislature nearly two decades ago. But dismantling an existing city is far more complex than creating a new one, and cleaving Atlanta into separate municipalities has presented structural, political, and financial challenges that supporters of Buckhead cityhood have so far failed to address. They include resolving whether more than $3 billion of Atlanta's outstanding bonds would be at risk after the split, whether children in Buckhead could legally attend local public schools, the fate of the Beltline and other cultural gems, or the future of the proposed public safety center. These weighty questions are only the start of fresh scrutiny of Senate Bills 113 and 114, the tandem of Buckhead City measures that cleared a Senate committee on Monday and could reach a full vote in the chamber as soon as Wednesday. There are also overarching concerns about whether it could damage the bond ratings of other Georgia cities. City Hall has yet to hit the panic button and the Buckhead cityhood effort isn't expected to pass the legislature, let alone reach the November 2024 referendum that the well-funded cityhood boosters promise. And in the wake of Atlanta Medical Center's abrupt closure last year, the state of Georgia is proposing to demand more advance notice from hospital leaders any time they decide to close down a hospital or hospital services. Wellstar Health System shut down two hospitals last year that each served predominantly needy populations, AMC South in East Point and AMC in downtown Atlanta. Each time, Wellstar gave less than 60 days notice before shutting down the emergency rooms. The new rule would require at least 180 days' notice, up from the current 30. Atlanta Mayor Andre Dickens supports the new rule. Within the overall closure announcements, Wellstar was also slow to come forward with details, such as dates that individual services within the hospital would close. In some cases, Wellstar has not announced details to the public at all. The expected closure was revealed independently in reporting by the AJC.
Spoken Layer.